Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You are kind of like a happiness succubus. Potential, I don't know, therapist. If you're looking for somebody to uh, therapy, I am your girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> therapy all over me. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Keep your gummies locked up. Yeah, that's that's what the cabinets above the fridge are for. My wife can't even reach them. That's where see? I keep all the stuff that I don't want her to see. Is it porn up there? Like what, your fleshlight? What yeah. you <laughs> My gummy fleshlight. Oh, Dave and Mahoney. What, you don't believe her because she's a woman, Mahoney? Yeah. Exactly. Mahoney just says exactly at the end of a non-porn. Exactly. Just to make you think he's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just got manipulated because I thought I was wrong yeah, this whole you time. Not. You know what? Maybe he's right. Oh, oh my God, no matter. I have so many failed relationships. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today on this first Friday of the year. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, so Ford is the latest one with a huge recall. They're having to recall thousands of F-150s due to the rear axle hub bolt that could break. Yeah, nothing like a rear axle hub bolt just breaking on you. Uh, It's recalling 112,000 F-150s built between 2021 and 2023 due to the potential issue with the rear axle hub bolt that may fatigue and break. So the problem... Could damage the axle hub splines, and it could lead to the risk of the vehicle rolling away when in park without the parking brake applied or causing loss of drive power. So, you know, some pretty casual stuff there, but it just, it's wild to me when you're like, you're manufacturing cars, and we see these recalls all of the time with mm-hmm. all of the different car brands. Like, you screwed up something on 112,000 vehicles, or and in some cases, millions of vehicles. To me, it sounds like it's just a bolt, too. Like, a yeah. simple a simple thing can cause so much damage. So, very, hopefully, if you have an F-150 in this time frame. 2021 just, to 2023. Just take it in, and hopefully it's an easy fix, because one of the most annoying things that we're seeing for people who are taking all of these cars in is that they're saying that they don't have the parts. Yep. And I feel like... If it's just a bolt, you'll be able to get it back pretty quick. Go find another one if you have to. Uh, Some good news today as well. Turns out cats and dogs can get along. Audrey, you just recently got yourself two cats. Are they getting along well with your dog, Elmo? Absolutely. They're really cute. Yep. So this is a uh, crazy story out of uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. A family's outdoor cat who's named Binks rescued their six-year-old Havanese dog named Oakley from two attacking coyotes. Wow. So this family dog is outside, and a couple of coyotes come up, and it's a small dog. Unfortunately, coyotes sometimes eat small dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the their their cat said, you will not. And the cat, the family cat, which is, by the way, an outdoor cat, I feel like I'd be a little bit miffed if there's, like, an indoor dog, and then I'm the outdoor cat. What's going on here? Let me inside. Uh, was having none of it and attacked the coyotes as they were going after Oakley, trying to rip it to shreds. Oakley was initially feared to lose her leg, but vets uh, said that they they expect that little Oakley is going to make a full recovery thanks to the heroics of the outdoor cat, Binks. Binks. Shout out to Binks. Are they going to let the damn cat inside now? No, man. You just saved the family. It's politics? Is that what you said? No, that's hilarious, though. It is a political (laughs) thing. Cats outside, dogs inside. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Billions and billions of people. Billions and billions. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. Bink's cute name. Uh, I... That's some wimp-ass coyotes. That's that's my first thought. Two of y'all got whooped up by one cat. Mm -hmm. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Here's a little fact for you. Instead of using Crisco to make popcorn, use a little bit of bacon grease. Awesome. Try it sometime. Talk to you later, bye. I just had to buy uh, Crisco the other day, and I felt like I was laboring in the kitchen in the 1800s. Why did you buy Crisco? To make biscuits. Okay, all right, sure. I guess I could see that. How do you use Crisco to make popcorn? I I mean, I guess people that do popcorn the old school way. Oh. Because Audrey didn't. Sure. Steve, remember, didn't he get you one of those old school Our consultant, Steve. Yeah, he did. Have you used it yet? I have not because I've not been on my popcorn kick. Popcorn to me is a very summer thing. I don't know why. I have certain things that I eat at like a mouse in my kitchen and popcorn's one of those things, summertime only. Hmm. See, my kids love popcorn, and we actually just got one of those old school ones as a gift for Christmas. We haven't used it yet because it was just a you know a couple of weeks ago or whatever that we got our hands on it. And I'm just curious if I'll use it with any sort of regularity because the actual process of making bagged popcorn from Orville Redenbacher. It's so easy. May or may not be a racist. We don't know that for yeah. sure. Just Orville kind of, feels kind Orville of racist. Orville Redenbacher sounds a little racist. He probably always yeah. yeah, Who knows? Yeah. Um, just look at his face. Yeah, he, he kind of looks racist. I'm not yeah. saying he is. I have no yeah. idea. I mean, of all the faces guy. you could have taken. Yeah, just, I mean, his name's Orville. Orville. Uh, just pretty good chance. Orville. Maybe they have a weekly meeting or two, if you know of, what I mean. Of all the faces you could have taken off of a brand, his needed to go. <laughs> right, so you are taking all these other faces off and like Orville's like, Canceled. I'm staying. <laughs> but it's just so easy making a bag of popcorn. Dude, it was miserable because I remember having that as a kid where my mom would like kind of get it all set up for me and then me and my sister would have to turn the lid oh, and yeah. watch every little kernel slowly start to pop like that. But it tastes better. It does. Yeah. It does. But uh, by the way, bacon grease and everything. Oh, yeah. I don't like, like to Emerald keep my Lugosi bacon grease because fat. I feel like if you do that, you're trashy. Like, where do you keep your bacon grease, like, pile? Well, you have Next to do it. Next to your Orville Redenbacher package. No, you have to do it like a gentleman and keep it in a old pickle jar that's, you know, underneath in the, the sink. Or, yeah. <laughs> if you're actually going to reuse it, yeah, you got to put it yeah. in the fridge. That uh, looks terrible. It yeah. Does, yeah. No, I'm so yeah. good on that. I mean, I know that everybody's food probably tastes so much better because you're using bacon grease. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, the They're thought of just, it. like, ugh, just... Oh, bacon grease from like weeks on weeks on yeah. weeks, just compiling into just a gelatin yeah. form, and then you just keeping it in your Scooping fridge it like a troll. <laughs> oh, there's probably a jar of that in Donner's fridge right next oh, to the God. head. Challenge. I challenge y'all to find someone less fortunate than you are. Help them out and talk about that on the radio. New segment. Smoke a fatty. Peace. Message deleted. We do that all the time. Yeah, we smoke fatties all of the time. Yeah, we love it. Um, no, all kidding aside, we, we don't like the uh, the virtue signaling. You know, like the people that do the poverty porn that you've probably seen all over social media. If you you have a, an account where you follow anyone that's like the, I've got this, you know, X number of dollars in my hand and I'm going to go bless somebody I'm going to go it. do something good about it, yeah, but l- I have but, to put it on tape But first. let me film them without asking them first and get their reaction and hopefully yeah. I can get them to cry because I'm such a beautiful person. No, like we like to help people out and just do it as anonymously as possible. And we've seen a lot of generosity from the people that listen to this show over the years, and that's what makes it work. Yeah. But us, like, sitting here talking about how awesome we are because we're able to bless somebody with, with all of our money. If you ever go through the Taco <laughs> Bell drive through grab a few extra tacos and give them, because there's always somebody hungry near a Taco Bell. And that's everyone an yeah. loves, loves Taco a, Bell. A surprise taco. Yeah. Oh, man, one time I was at a Starbucks, <laughs> and there was a gentleman who was waiting by the uh, the... the 
like the where you the intercom. Yeah, the intercom. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, can you give me some food?" And I was like, "Of course I can, no problem." And he goes, "Can I get in your car and can you take me to McDonald's? I want a burger." And I was hey, like, man. "Excuse me, sir." Shoot or shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What was your first job as a teenager? Message deleted. I was an esteemed dishwasher at the Sawmill Inn in Brainerd, Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, How and then I you? got. I was 15, 14, 15, and then I moved up to being like an assistant cook where my job was to not only do all the prep where you were talking about how ratchet it is to keep a whole bunch of baking grease in the fridge. Oh, yeah. If you ever worked in a breakfast-style restaurant, the amount of eggs that you have to crack into a giant, like, five-gallon paint can, basically, like one of those, like, Home Depot buckets... So doing all of that, and then I it was able to finally move up to where I was, like, making omelets and stuff. Oh, I'm like, surprised. I figured deal. that you and I would have had the same uh, first job growing up in the Midwest. What was your first uh, job? Detasseling. <laughs> the what? Detasseling. Detasseling? Yeah, you don't know detasseling? No, what's detasseling? Oh, it's like where you have to go in the cornfields oh, the, and oh, yeah, 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 sure, pull sure. the tassels yeah. off. That okay. was, like, every kid's first job. And they paid you cash. I mean, I guess. I thought detasseling ta- for me, whenever I heard that, that you guys were like going to like a strip club and <laughs> yeah, like just pulling tassels off the boobies. Like, yep. stop that, Chris. It's not a job. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, when it comes to spiders attacking you in your sleep, where would you rank that on your scale of fear, Audrey? And the reason I ask is because my wife seems to think that any time that she acquires any sort of bite in the night, whether it's on her or one of the kids or whatever, that there is a pack of rogue spiders that are just biting her in the middle of the night. Yep. Uh, I woke up this morning with a what I think is a mosquito bite or something on my face, and that's all I could think about is, like, is it a spider or is it a uh, the mosquito You're that came in? scratching right now. Yeah. Like, or, uh, like, is it ringworm? Who knows? It could be a zit. It could just be a zit. An itchy zit? An itchy zit. I'm trying to think of the... Oh, <laughs> you know, you Zit Zitchy? Zitchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's itchy, y'all. I got both of us just went stone silent because we were both, <laughs> both trying, trying to think of a pun. <laughs> Where's Mahoney? Will you please come back? <laughs> but so it, it is a thing, though, where my wife is always convinced that there is a spider on the loose in the bed. And I'm like, babe, and don't get me wrong, like she is clearly much tastier than I am. And she has a blood type that mosquitoes seem to be more drawn to. And that's, that's actually, a thing? that's a real thing. What is it? I guess if you have like, oh, uh, or a positive blood that mosquitoes are more attracted to you? I don't know why I asked because I don't know my blood, you don't know your blood type, type? So okay. this doesn't matter. Well, I'm a negative, and I guess that's not that tasty. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. A, so, a minus, boo. So um, she gets bit a lot by bugs. Well, so, like, yeah, yeah, even if we're, like, out camping on an RV trip, whatever it is, or just, you know, out at night when the mosquitoes are out. She's lunch. She is the one that always gets attacked far more than I do. Uh, but so I tend to think, well, maybe it's a mosquito as opposed to like a spider on the loose. But, you know, we have heard a lot of stuff about spiders attacking mm-hmm. and specifically spiders attacking while you're sleeping, mm. like getting into your mouth and Gross. stuff over yeah, the years. Yeah, you eat a lot of spiders in a, in a year. That's what they say. Uh, there is, I guess, a uh, it's like a body lotion. Like you were just talking about how dry your skin is and how I weird your skin I just put on is. lotion one second ago. There is a body lotion that is sold at Sephora. I guess it's fairly popular. What? And... Uh, the users of this particular body lotion claim 
that it attracts spiders, what particularly is wolf spiders. Oh, no. Yeah, it's called the Sol de Janeiro Delicia Drench Body Sol Butter. Sol de Janeiro is a massive brand is right it? now. Okay. Absolutely. So the reason why I say it's a massive brand is because it's really popular with, like, Gen Zers and um, Gen Alpha. Like, not Gen Alpha, but, like, I guess Gen Z's kind of young, huh? Like, 10-year-olds and up. Okay. It's um, it's smells really nice. Is it one of the scents only? Because they have multiple. So I guess the ingredients mentioned, there's a couple of them, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce what they are. Sure, you don't have to. They have not been officially linked to spider attraction and skincare products, but at least right now the internet is going crazy with people saying that this particular body butter uh, is attracting spiders in the middle of the night, and there's always people doing experiments on social media trying to prove that it attracts wolf spiders. But why it's, would you be trying to prove it? Because they believe they're getting bit by spiders in the middle of the night because a lot of people put on body butter before they go to sleep, and so they're saying this is a thing. Again, these are user accounts. This is not like been proven or anything like that. Right. But it is just interesting to hear People are freaking out, and they're blaming this body butter for being eaten alive, feasted on in the evenings. Interesting. So the one that keeps um, pulling up is the blue one. So they have a bunch of different colors um, of the bottles. So they've got yellow, pink, and I guess the blue one, if you have that one, that's the one that is apparently attracting the spiders the most. So you be warned, that is crazy. Or this is just like a really good hit piece by their competition. Like, let's just start putting out and paying because influencers. They were crazy popular yeah. this past year. So and maybe, they, Dave, could be it. hit piece, spiders are going to get you. I mean, that's a pretty good hit piece. <laughs> no this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hell yeah. These people remove the toothpick from their mouth when taking a wedding photo. It's the Redneck Report. Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. All right, Audrey, I've got to start today's Redneck Report with old Limp Stick Steve. He's at it again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. His name is name. Steven Nerden. He is from Florida, and he allegedly attacked his girlfriend during an argument about their relationship. She had been making fun of him because he was old Limp Noodle doodle. Oh, and she was making fun of him? Yeah. That's I mean, not cool. Well, I guess that they were already in an argument, and then she brought up like, hey, you can't ever, you know, perform. That's not cool. I mean, it's not cool, but it's also not cool what he did. I guess he went into her room and got her uh, pink adult toy, if you will, mm-hmm. and then was like using that to like hit her. I'm like, hey man, like, you realize you're just playing into the stereotype, right? Nah, man. <laughs> I would do the same with a thing. Sexual weapon? Yeah. <laughs> I would do that too. I'm like, listen here, hot pink. What are you into? Hot pink, yeah. Fairies. <laughs> hey, why'd you, you use that color? Before. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think that this guy's in the right. You do. I do. Okay, even though he has a long criminal history and has been arrested for all kinds of terrible sure. stuff. Sure. What's what's <laughs> the you know criminal history here? Uh, well, armed robbery, aggravated assault, uh, a felony in possession of firearms. He didn't grow, you know, he grew up without stuff. a dad. Yes. It's, <laughs> he can be fixed. <laughs> it's some Viagra, you. man. So if you pass I gas. Mean, would you be robbing if your wiener didn't work? I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's got I've some pent up aggression. Else. Got nothing else going for me. Need to feel alive. So if you pass gas, I'm going to beat that ass. That's what one man in North Carolina said. He was uh, hanging out at a, uh, a meat market in High Point, North Carolina, and burped. So didn't even didn't even bust ass, like just burped. Got some girds. And it upset another guy that was also at the deli counter waiting for his meat so much that he's like, when you come outside, I'm going to beat your ass. And he was waiting there with two other guys, and all three of them jumped this dude for burping at the deli counter. What is this, the 50s? I know. Like, he's like, had his 
cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. He's hey, like, man, we're going we're gonna to gonna take you to Pound Town. He definitely had a comb in his back pocket. <laughs> For sure he? he did. But like, That's yeah. so weird to be so angry over a burp. Well, maybe it was that I guess, foul. I guess it depends on how aggressive the burp was, because no, some man. burps can be... Like, if somebody walked up and burped in my face, yeah, that's, I'm fighting. That's it. different. Or, yeah, like, that's... just coming up right beside your ear from the back. Oh. Hey. <laughs> 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 Ew. Who just did that? Was that you, Dave, or you, Chris? No, no that, that was, that was, was a sound Chris. effect. That was no. definitely a sound effect. Chris. Chris, you're disgusting. Foul. Oh, Let's go outside and beat him up, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going I'm going to take yeah, it a pound, town, son. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God. With these people, shut up. Dave and Mahoney. So don't love this news, Audrey, because we were just talking the other day about how we have not been sleeping that great recently. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a lot of tossing and turning. Even last night, kind of woke up in the middle of the night. You know, I still had like an hour and a half to get some sleep. But I was like, why am I waking up at 3 o'clock, at three o'clock in the morning? That what? is so annoying. Why? Just go back to sleep, mm-hmm. man. Um Turns out, though, and I mean, you were saying that you've been having trouble sleeping as well and kind of tossing and turning. I mean, I, I get that we have weird schedules, and that can certainly lead to it. But they're saying the warning here is that bad sleepers have the chance of having significant memory problems later in life. Oh, oh. I need some memory <laughs> problems because I unfortunately remember everything. Is that the problem? You're like, I just want to I can't forget. stop thinking yeah. and remembering. And it does it just gets lodged in there. And that's why I can't sleep. <laughs> the study that found the people in their mid-30s to late 40s <laughs> who experience interrupted sleep, even in middle age, may face memory problems uh, problems later in life. So the study, oh, no. which tracked 526 people wearing the sleep trackers, revealed that those with the most interrupted sleep were more likely to perform poorly in cognitive tests around a decade later. What would you say your over-under is of... Because you say you get poor sleep. Yes. But do you just get poor sleep because you're waking up constantly or because you're just like... Yeah, kids coming into the room, there's somebody crying, there's I'm just, you know, if a kid does come into the room and they get into bed, it's too hot, they're kicking me, like all that type so, of stuff. No, but I mean, like, you have the ability once they probably are aging out of sleeping with mom and dad sure. that you'll be able to sleep well. Yeah, yeah. So just in like, you know, eight years from now, it should be fine. Okay, you even think that with undergoing the two that you're sleeping with right now, that you're going to let the two youngest sleep with you no, too? No, I don't want any of them to sleep in bed. My wife's just like, you know, it's only a couple of years, and then they're not going to want to do this anymore. I'm like, no, man, every parent that I've talked to, like the kids don't really grow out of it until they're like 10, and yeah. then they want to sleep in their own bed. Yeah. And I'm like, we're still, you know, nine years away from our youngest being 10. I saw something. Can I handle another decade of this? Have you seen how gray my hair is? I mean, I am exhausted. <laughs> I saw something online where there's uh, some parenting tools where they're giving their, like, kids, like, incentives. Like, hey, we'll let you go to the park today if you sleep in your bed tonight sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, that that all seems fine and dandy, and we've tried that sort of thing. Like, little rewards if you make it through the night sleeping in your bed and stuff. But you don't exactly want to have those negotiations at 2.45 in the morning when your kid walks into the room. Mm. You're just like, I'm exhausted. Just lay down. You know, like, that's mm. the problem. It's mm. like, you can have the talk. And the kids, like, seem like they understand it, but when they wake up in the middle of the night... Just lock them in their room, man. Lock them in their room. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's that. That's what we should do. Lock them in their room. Or may, And then if they if they don't... Lock your listen, room. I should lock my room. Yeah. So that way they're standing out in the hallway screaming and crying. That's a great idea. Well, you see how none of this works? It's like a dog. <laughs> Put them in the crate. Put them in a crate. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be so happy You'll when you let them so out. You'll sleep so well, man. Slow, so well, yes. Soundproof your room. So, so soundproof, lock my room and put them in a dog kennel. There you go. Dude, parenting advice from Audrey Drake. You make parenting <laughs> sound not very fun, man. It's a lot. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Um, Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth? I say Sammy Hagar. David Lee Roth was a stuck-up, conceited butthead, and that's how it is. Message deleted. So there are two very different options, you know, when you're talking about those two artists and individuals. Like, David Lee Roth was definitely more rock and roll to me. Sammy Hagar is way more fun. Mm, Yeah. You know, like, Sammy Hagar is just the sort of guy that you want to hang out and drink with. David Lee Roth so was a train wreck. When it comes to the music, I'm going David Lee Roth. When it comes to the person, I'm going Sammy. For sure. Sammy Hager's awesome. You ever he's seen like, he's like, like the modern-day Jimmy Buffett. He's got like his own video podcast that he does. I and, haven't seen it. Oh, like he did, he did an episode with Dave Grohl where they're just ripping shots of tequila the whole time. Like He just oh, seems like a guy you want to hang for out sure. with. For sure. We did something not too long ago, Dave, for your production company where I was having to like harvest uh, like B-roll for Sammy Hagar. Yes. And every footage, every piece of footage that we had that he was in he just looked like he was hungover (laughs) (laughs) hungover just ripped a shot before doing uh any type of video work billion dollars off of cabo wabo (laughs) which oh by the way is the dumbest name ever (laughs) and david lee roth looks like a mannequin now oh he just like kind of just stilted up like this and yeah has a buzzed head but i mean he lived pretty hard man (laughs) you know what's so interesting is that there is no other time or genre of music and place than classic rock for people to put pit individuals up against each other. You don't hear that today. You no. don't hear about artists like who's the better, you know, are, better guitarist in 2024. John Mayer, Ed Sheeran, what? But, like nobody cares. But also <laughs> just not accurate. Yeah. Like there's just, there's just not the same. I do have a question for you guys. Are you guys fans of open faced sandwiches? Piece of Texas toast? Covered in turkey or roast beef and then covered in gravy. Super yummy. Message deleted. No. That's not really a sandwich. Yeah, it defeats the purpose. The, yeah. the purpose of a sandwich is the convenience of being able to pick it up and eat it. I like a very messy sandwich that stays intact. That's the best right. kind of sandwich. French dip. I know. Why Ooh. is the tomato got to be the first one to bail? My wife made some French dip because we, we had prime rib for uh, Christmas Eve dinner and like the next oh, it, yeah. several days afterwards Which having is, them better. French dip. I'm so much better. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been marinating. Oh, man. Yeah. And so all them good. juices. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had a proper open face sandwich before because that doesn't sound very enticing to me to have like gravy port. And I'm a gravy girl. I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if gravy on soggy bread sounds uh, like something I would like. I, I didn't know this. My wife uh, taught me this. Do you know that au jus sauce is yeah. actually pronounced au jus? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like that that is the mo- you are a father. Oh, yeah. What's a fashion trend you regret following? For me, bell bottoms. Thought I looked cool, but those photos say otherwise. Message deleted. I don't know, man. Every time I see anybody in the 70s with a pair of bell bell bottoms on, there is nothing that hugged everything the correct way and gave everybody a good figure, including men. (laughs) Men were Uh, rocking them bell bottoms, man. But in the 90s, would you... Would you say it's your uh, thumb yeah. rings? Oh, the thumb rings and the frosted tips. Like, I don't Dave, know. What oh, was that man. doing? Oh. You were just so I didn't being have 20. the tips. Yeah. I had the bleach blonde hair. Um, but for me, I was a, a wannabe skateboard kid. And Did you so have the chain? I had the chain. I had the Jinko <laughs> jeans, man. Uh, I wore those for one summer, those stupid, sh- huge, baggy jeans yeah. that 
you look back up on and think like, why was that even cool? What do you mean? They're back. The twenty year olds no, had them not. back. They're not because you're not twenty. Was what I was gonna say. <laughs> the Gen Zers and like this certain like the high fashion ones. Jenko jeans literally look them up. They are. It's, and they're expensive. It's so funny how everything just goes in cycles because it as is kids, for sure. we would go for me to like my dad's closet and like take his members only jacket because that was oh, like yeah, retro yeah. and cool. And now like our kids are taking our Jenko jeans. Like, like what are oh, we going to bring back? Blouses God. and powdered white wigs. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see that fashion trend come back. Call around. me George Washington. This is David Mahoney. So, Audrey, let me ask you a question. When it comes to your man defending you, when it comes to some sort of argument, is that what you want in a relationship? Like, if there's some sort of beef that you have with somebody, would you want your man to come in and take up your name and defend you in whatever way necessary? I would like, I want to say yes, because I feel like that's the correct answer. But, like, what am I doing getting in altercations with people in public? Like, am I trash? Or Well, so I'll, I'll give you an example of something that happened where there was this little girl that was at the park that was being mean to my oldest daughter to the point where, like, she was in tears because this girl was calling her boring and saying she didn't want to hang out with her. I mean, these are young kids, you know, seven, eight years old, whatever. Okay. And the, the girl walked by again and... Like, Did I you cuss over. at this little girl? Well, I mean, I was thinking about drop kicking her. I was, I was, I was, I was stretching, just getting ready for it. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, you know, the, the girl was walking by, and I looked over, and I kind of looked at my daughter, and she goes, "No, no, no, daddy. Like, I don't want you to say anything to her." And I wasn't going to say anything because that's not my place to talk, to, scold a seven-year-old over like being mean at the park. Right. But we'll the, let that one go. But maybe to the parents. So I, I beat the parent down. And yeah. I, yeah. I used my brass knuckles, uh-huh. and I beat them to an inch of their life. But no, all kidding aside, like she didn't want me to get involved. And, you know, I thought that was actually pretty interesting from a psychological standpoint from, you know, a a, a seven, almost eight year old to be like, no, like I want to handle my own thing. Right. I think that that is probably exactly how I would feel, too. I don't think that I would. There is something of like fighting your own battles versus somebody coming in and like a victim mentality. Um, I that your daughter is already exemplifying that she can hold her own and hurt her feelings. But she knows probably that I'm just not going to talk to that person again on the playground or she'll never see that person again on the playground. But I will say that, you know, as the dad, if she had said, father, will you please go over and drop kick that nine year old? I may have. You right. know, I get it both ways. Like, so this guy's getting a lot of flack right now. And you may have heard about this story because it's been floating around this week. But he's a pastor at the Elevated Life International Ministry. So that adds an, an extra wrinkle to it, the fact okay. that he's a pastor at a church. His name is Dwayne Waden. He's been charged with simple assault after assaulting his wife's co-worker behind the counter at a McDonald's in High Point, North Carolina. So the incident occurred after the manager in training called her husband for assistance because there was some sort of disrespect from the co-workers that she had. And when he arrived, he put his hands around the cook's neck, punched him multiple times, and pushed his head towards the deep fryer. Whoa. <laughs> so that makes me feel like this was either something that had been ongoing or something really nasty was said. There was something bad going on to the point where this guy showed up and he was looking for violence. Because if you skip all of the, the as a pastor, you skip all rules and straight go into the fryer. We, we are skipping the turn on the other cheek. We are skipping the forgiveness. We are going straight to your head in the deep fryer. Do you think he said, I'm going to make you meet your 
I'll make it. And then just go, like, going towards the fryer. Like, what do you say as a pastor who's being violent? I mean, you're always kind of threatening people with fire and brimstone. Anyhow, this time, it's just grease and fries. Yes. You know, it's different. Oh, but dang, that sounds good. Again, I'm not really mad at this guy. You know, he sounds like a down-ass husband who's, uh, who's willing to stand up for his lady when she asks for some help. Yep. And sometimes you got to dunk somebody's head in a deep fry. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So we now know the fine that the NFL is handing out to the owner of the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if you saw this this past weekend, Audrey, but the owner of the Carolina Panthers was in his open-air suite at the game, and there was some Jaguars fan that was celebrating a little bit too loudly right outside of his suite, and the owner decided, this is a good time to take my cocktail and chuck it at this guy. Yeah, I was watching the video. It is definitely an act of pettiness from the owners of the Panthers, but... um, it could have been a lot more aggressive. I mean, it was like a half full, maybe maybe a half full, like vodka soda. It, it basically looked like the ice and a little bit of fluid. The way that I was envisioning this playing out was like him, like, actually, you know, how most of us would do. You're chucking a drink at another human being. You don't just, like, splash it like you're some, like, it was wimpy. No, yeah, I'm, I'm chucking a full-ass twisted tea at your dome. Right. Yeah. I, I just was, the way that everyone's hyping this whole situation up, I was expecting more. Uh, I mean, it all has to do with frustration. I mean, the uh, the you know Panthers quarterback threw an interception, team losing twenty six to nothing. Jaguars fans going nuts. You know they're out there celebrating, and uh, you know the, the David Tepper is the guy's name who owns the Carolina Panthers who threw the drink. He was visibly frustrated. Stood up in his suite, launched his drink in the direction of the fans, and then stormed off. He expressed regret for his behavior. The fine, $300,000. Whatever. That's like jump change to him. But if you're going to be in a suite, I would like to say that maybe if you're trying to, you know, um, be better than everyone else, all of the commoners of the stadium, you should be enclosed in glass like you're in a zoo. Yeah. Like if you can't handle like hearing other people jeering and giving you a hard time, which is part of the football experience. Yeah. Just put another piece of glass up. You'll be fine. So more Jack Black, always more Jack Black. He has confirmed his role in the Minecraft movie. So Jack Black has joined the cast of the Minecraft movie and will play the character Steve. The film, based on the popular uh, Microsoft video game, stars Jason Momoa and is directed by Jared Hess. But anytime that you put uh, Jack Black in a movie, I'm interested. Jason Momoa. You don't like Jason Momoa? I like to look at him. Yeah. You don't like it when Jason Momoa talks? Do, does... Anyone? <laughs> I mean, the only role that he was excellent in was when he was in Game of Thrones, and he had not one word that was said in English for any of us to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was really because he was just hot and just laying down pipe to freaking Daenerys. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's the only reason why we enjoyed him. I don't and know, everything was... since, we're like, oh, that's not great. But you're good looking, so I guess we'll let you continue to be a massive... Uh, feature films. He was in that in that show C on Apple TV, which I like quite a bit, but again, didn't do much talking. Just kind of walked around and grunted and killed people. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, but again, Jack Black, Jason Momoa together for Minecraft. Jack Black, I think, elevates the entire thing. Uh, Tyreek Hill, boy, what a scary situation for him. I don't know if you saw the pictures of his house on fire. No. But it's his, uh, fl- his Florida mansion caught fire, flames visible through the roof. So pretty serious stuff. Firefighters on the scene. Uh, Tyreek and his wife arrived at the property. They weren't there at the time. No injuries reported. Family is safe, all that stuff. But, yeah, anytime that you've got. How did this happen? I don't know. They, mm. they, they're saying that there was a fire that broke out, but it was significant enough where, like, the flames were coming through the roof. And, like, it was 
pretty serious stuff. So Tyreek had to leave practice. He's sitting there like outside looking obviously pretty concerned for good reason, wearing his little boot to protect his ankle and his little sweatpants. And you're like, man, what a insurance grab. What? I doubt it. <laughs> when you got that kind of money, I, I kind of doubt it. Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. But have you seen the housing, the crisis we're in right now? Yeah, you, maybe you're right. Ty, even Tyreek Hill can't afford a house that night. Not anymore. the ones he wants. But can you imagine being at football practice and you get a call and they're like, hey, Tyreek, yeah, your house is on fire. Like, what a terrible situation. Isn't he is. the one who does the sign language? Uh, no, you're thinking of DK Metcalf. Oh, okay. Tyreek Hill is the one. Again, this is just something else to add to how crazy fast this guy lives. He's the one that just got outed for having, like, three different babies with three different baby mamas. Oh, yes. Over the course of, like, four months. So is this his actual home with his, his current baby mama? With his, current, with his wife that he just got married to. Oh. Yes. Who seems, he got married? Wait yeah, a yeah, second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're yeah. an idiot, lady. <laughs> no, she's doing just fine. I, I, that don't mean she's not an idiot. Yeah, well, that's true. She's a rich idiot. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So there's all sorts of people that have the resolutions, you know, because it's a new year. But Audrey dropped one of the strangest resolutions that I've ever heard on us because most people, myself included, when it comes to our lives, I want to make my life as easy as possible. Convenience has been the thing that I strive for most as I get older. When it comes to paying for things, paying for almost anything, if it doesn't make my life more convenient, is really annoying. And I'll give you an example. When my car just broke down, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I had to pay just to get it back to how it was before it broke down. Like, that's okay. a really annoying thing to pay for. But convenience is something we're always seeking out. At least I am. You have decided to make your life less convenient in 2024? Well, no, not necessarily. I have a, uh, a convenience crutch is what I'm calling it. And what that means is that I have the ability to go to the store and purchase things, but I am using Amazon and other services to make it to where my life is unnecessarily convenienced. I don't necess- I don't need to have toilet paper delivered to my door. But I don't need that. I you don't can, need it. So why wouldn't you? Because I am not only just having toilet paper delivered to my door, I am then aimlessly scrolling like my Amazon is my social media. I'm You're searching, looking for things to buy. I'm looking out of boredom. And that's Are where you? I think that I am, you know, I'm falling back on the, it's not just convenience now. Now I'm utilizing it as a a tool in order to fill some sort of time. Are you, know? you adding things into your cart just to get to a certain point on a purchase? Like if you oh. ever want to get the one day delivery. Do that all, all the time. Yeah, just show me you other may, $25 eligible items. And yeah. you don't need it, but you're going to buy it just to get that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I bought a whole bunch of cashews the other day for no reason. Discuss. Yeah, right. you, knew, you knew what you were doing those nuts. Yeah, I did. So you've decided that you're cutting out Amazon and Correct. other services. How much? Well, okay. I'm not going to I'm not gonna ask you because I know that you probably know the answer to this. For those of you listening, how much do you think that Audrey has spent in the last year, in 2023 as a whole, on Amazon to the point where she felt like she had a problem? I'm really curious what the number is, and I'm curious how close we can get. 
it's funny because there's probably people out there that have the same problem that Audrey's going through just with going to Target. So, but I mean, so, but that's yeah, fair wife. because they have a lot of, but yeah. it's also time, right? So I am trying to utilize, you've known me for a while now, Dave, you mm-hmm. know that I go through seasons of this, like where I will just not watch TV and force myself to read mm-hmm. because I'm grossed out, really is what it is, by my ability to just continually scroll on my current obsession, hyperfixation. I hyperfixate on things. And my current for all of 2023 was Amazon and convenience. And I'm grossed out by it. So I want to fix it. So it's not just the, uh, because I'm trying to figure out the, like solve the riddle here of what this dollar amount could be. I have the number. You have the number, but it wasn't just because you were spending too much money. I'm just trying to get some clues here. It was also because you just didn't like what, you were doing on Amazon where you were just seeking like, out things. I'm bored, I'm going to buy something. Yeah. Yes, seeking out things to fill, uh, because obviously, you know, my husband and I, we travel back and forth between, you know, s- from state to state and yep. city to city. So, like, if I'm ever alone, I'm filling my time with unnecessary things. You're filling a hole? Exactly. Mm. We'll take some guesses here as to what this dollar amount is before the big reveal. Okay. All right. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. All right, there is a number amount, and Audrey actually wrote this number down, put it in an envelope, and handed it to Chris, so that way she's not lying to us. Because secure. she is known to lie. That's uh, just not, <laughs> not true. Another lie. Uh, Nick said $5,678.69. <laughs> Uh, white boy came in at $3,800. Tender said $9,500. Copper said $7,250. I think I'm going to go a little lower than what Copper said. I think that my official guess, if you're talking about an entire year and the sort of number that you'd look at where you go, I have guilt over this. Mm-hmm. I think that Greg, who is the first person to call in, is about right at around $500-ish a month. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go $6,420.87. Okay. This is so much better than the Price is Right, by the way. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, today, I, today's Price is Right. Well, it's just such an interesting psychological thing where you go, where, where did Audrey, like, what is her breaking point? What was my breaking point? Where she felt like she had guilt and needed to make a life change. Because you love Amazon. I do. You, we've talked about yeah. how uh, out of all of the evil billionaires out there, mm-hmm. Like, the one person that I'm not mad at is Jeff Bezos because he's actually made my life better, Mm -hmm. you know? All these other a-holes are just gobbling up every last dollar and it's not doing anyone any good except for them. Bezos actually did something that made my life better, and I love it every day when a little box shows up. I go, ooh. Right, so the dopamine hit. go, ooh, ooh. The dopamine hit (laughs) of the doorbell ringing. Oh, yeah. The dopamine doorbell, you know, and um, it started during the pandemic, and all of us, you know, just, we became, you know, just absolute drones to the convenience of Amazon. And I am one of them. And recently though, I, um, you know, I have an apartment and I have to go down for flights and walk to my mail room. And all of that doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but. Okay, I get that. That's kind of a pain. I got grossed out by myself because I was walking past someone and my boxes were over my head 
as I was carrying them through the halls. I feel like that is a symbol of success. That is a symbol of absolute just greed is how I saw it in my head. Greed, consumerism, gross. They just overpackage that stuff. It it all could have fit into one box. You know, you just got to break down the boxes down in the mailroom. But I was making so many purchases. Mm -hmm. I mean, and granted, it's the holidays. And yes, they were packages that were sent to me by my family because I don't live near them, you know. So those were an accumulation of things that were all wasn't even stuff that yes. you bought? It was. No, no. I mean, some of, most of it, yes. But, I mean, it was like I was, I felt like Cindy Lou Who in that moment where I was like, but what is the meaning of Christmas, really? You know, as I'm underneath all of these packages that I'm, like, wheeling through. That's the meaning of Christmas. Dude, I wonder if, like, uh, all the different Amazon drivers are doing this about you, too. Like, how many think, how many boxes Audrey get today? Oh, how many of these are Audrey's? So gross. So, so gross, w- man. One final guess here before the big reveal. Uh, Stags said $11,200. I think that's too much. I'm going to stick with my guess. That's too $6, much. $6,400. I mean, so, I know that we're sitting here guessing about, you know, and trying to go above and beyond because most of us think that 11000 you know, that we also had a $15,000 guess mm-hmm. as well. Yep, yep, that um, was the highest. I thought that I was going to be in that realm. I really and truly was surprised by how low my number was. So pleasantly surprised, but still disgusting. Because I spend so much time on Amazon. Now, I whether see. or not, it's just, I don't know if you guys are in this camp where you just put things in your car for later because, you know, I'm perusing. I'm I'm actively shopping. I'm actively shopping all of the time and I'm thinking, I don't necessarily need this right now, but if I'm on the app, I'm buying at least something and adding it to my cart. So, without further ado, the monthly total is $595 a month at a whopping Seven thousand one hundred and forty-six dollars and fourteen cents in a year. So, are we doing this where you can't go over? Well, I don't know. Well, These are I feel your bad rules. that we didn't have a prize for this. Whoever gets close, like well, because if if you can't go over, then I win. But if you can go over, I th- then no, I think wins. whoever gets closest to the number. I feel like you can't go over it. Like and and then you win whatever her last Amazon purchase of twenty twenty three was. It was a- <laughs> what was that? <laughs> now we have to guess that. Oh God. <laughs> Why is she laughing? What is it? What was what was your what was your last dinner, if you will? <laughs> tell us. No, because then that's gonna make it seem like I am, and I'm no, not. No, you gotta tell us. What now. is it? What is it? <laughs> no. I'm gonna look over his shoulder. No. No, tell us. Tell us. Just tell us. Well, no. <laughs> no, because if I tell you what it is, then you're gonna think that I am, and I'm not. It was pregnancy tests, but oh, I'm not pregnant. Oh God! Wow. Why do we Why do we press that? Yeah, that's what you get, you idiot, man. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. If you could master any skill instantly, what would it be? Message deleted. I would want to do an instrument of some sorts. What instrument will you choose? Because I'm so mad at myself. My mom is a piano teacher. And you didn't and learn. And I didn't huh? learn because I didn't think that it was cool enough. And now, as a grown man, I realize that there is very few things that are cooler and sexier than a grown man who can just play the piano. Classy, too. It's like Christian McCaffrey, the running back. Are you kidding me? First off, stud athlete, Handsome. incredibly good looking, Gorgeous and wife. can just play the piano like you're. Well, oh, what a jerk! Save some for the rest of us, no, pal. No man, just Come keep on. posting about it. 
What's the instrument for you? I don't know. I used to play the trumpet, and one of my things that I am the most upset about is that I thought it was uncool to play the trumpet in high school, and I did it under, a, like, a cloak. So, like, I started with what it was called, like, jazz band, and it was really just, like, kind of you were just being tutored in, like, a one-on-one session and through, like, a high school class. Yeah. So I that took that route. And I just all day long just miss playing an instrument. I just do. So maybe just going back to the trumpet, but also the violin. Ooh, the violin. Uh, I can listen to the violin all day long. I just don't know if I had the patience in order to sit there and be bad at something all over again. During the pandemic, I actually got my hands on some used uh, instruments from like a state auction. And I bought all kinds of stuff, like flutes and... Things flutes. That, I know, I know. You crazy. bought used okay, flutes? Okay, Lizzo. <laughs> but like, I used to play trumpet when I was a kid, and I bought a trumpet because I played in this Sublime Tribute Band. I was like, how cool would it be if I got the trumpet? But I got two violins out of that uh-huh. auction, and during the pandemic, I'm like, I'm going to learn how to play the violin. I bet your neighbors were so annoyed. Well, I like, no, cool, I, here's a 40-year-old dude learning how to play violin. I broke a string like on the first day. <laughs> He's done. Couldn't, couldn't figure out how to restring it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. See, that's what I'm that's saying. It. It's yeah. like, gave up. do you have the patience no. to be bad? No. Because that's like what kids kid being a kid your whole kiddom is is you're bad at everything but so it's okay yeah you're like you're forced <laughs> through it it's like yes. it's not that charming when i'm sitting down uh, to take piano lessons from somebody with clonk clonk bad at clonk, everything twinkle, when you're a kid twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> please leave a message after the tone what was the worst concert you've ever been to message deleted dude i hate to say this because i love Love Nickelback. Jam. Oh. No, not Nickelback. I've actually seen Nickelback. Nickelback was great. They're good. I don't know why he's such a hater. Yeah, it's because it's fun. Yeah, because he's trendy. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. No, it's still fun. I hate to say it because I love Pearl Jam, but Pearl Jam was going through this phase. This is like mm. probably 2003 or something. And they were all mad at George W. Bush at the time. Oh, and so the it was entire all show was all political. And I'm like, Man, can y'all just play Even Flow? Yeah. Uh, and like, it was all like acoustic and they were just mad and they were like stomping on like little face masks. So I'm just like, <laughs> like everything Dude. doesn't need to be a political rally. Like I'm just here to see you play daughter. Well, but even if it was a political rally and they were playing daughter, it would be better. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just play, like, the hits, play man. Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I saw up. Eddie Vedder, you know, do Innings Festival last year alone, and that was great, dude. That I mean, was, Pearl because- Jam is incredible, and that's why I was so pissed because I, I went in with such high expectations, yeah. and it was so bad. You're there for the hits. That's what's annoying is whenever yes. you go in and you go to see an album that you grew up with and an uh, artist that you grew up with, and they're just not doing any of that. I mean, Mahoney always still talks about that Smashing Pumpkins concert that he went to when they were on the new like it's the new album we're not playing mm-hmm. any of the old stuff so he was there for two and a half hours and they didn't play a single hit have you yeah. ever walked out of a concert because it was so bad uh i've walked out of disturbed and 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 i've had some people argue this with me it has nothing to do with the fact that disturbed plays well and they have hits and stuff like that it's more just of how they carry themselves on stage like they bring him out like silence of the lambs like on a straight jacket and with the mask and then they take it off and he's like my people Put your fist in the air and pump, pump. You know what I mean? And that just wasn't for you. I I'm figured just, that you'd get into no, that sort I'm of just thing. Standing <laughs> like you idiots. That man. seems like on brand for Chris Jackson. Please leave a message after the tone. When's the last time you've all been blackout drunk? Like to the point where your yeah. friends had to explain to you what happened? Message deleted. 
last summer in Dallas. <laughs> David had to tell me how the night ended. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm... I was wrong. <laughs> oh, were you wrong? You're like, I thought Chris went with us to this bar. I guess yeah, he didn't. I guess not. That's so funny that people just continue on like and exist in absolute blackout. I get so tired. I'm just like, really? night, night. No, I'm just like a little zombie walking around like, I'll buy some more drinks. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Chris is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. Chris, let me ask you, what is your favorite movie of all time? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, right now, I'll say Angels with 30 Faces, although I'm also partial to the um, original Disney Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. So I don't, okay. I don't even know what, what the second swing. or the first one was that you said, but Beauty and the Beast, sure. So I mean, you're kind of you run the gamut. You like there's genres from animated stuff to action movies, everything in between. Love it all. Love it. Okay. So Audrey is going to be your uh, lifeline today, should you need it. And I will tell you right now that Audrey tends to be pretty bad at this game. Uh, I yeah. am very bad at this game because unless you want to know <laughs> anything about Harry Potter, Potter yeah. I'm not watching yeah. much else. So these uh, these movies kind of run the gamut as far as the years that they came out. We have one from the 70s, uh, two from the 80s, one from the 90s. I would say that most of these fall into the very popular kind of cult classic or classic style films, but let's see if you're able to get these. So the first one here, uh, you know, we got about 20 seconds on the clock. Let it play out before you make your guess, and good luck to you. 1989 for this one. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? Well, made mistakes. And then he had a... Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. 1989, pretty famous line. Jack Nicholson voice? It sure... Jack Napier. Mm. Played by Jack Nicholson, okay. talking to Michael Keaton. He knows it. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, may, maybe arguably still the best Batman ever made. I was oh, not yeah. thinking oh, that at all. And and I have a bunch of people who would like crucify me if I missed that one. Okay, so on to number two. You're on the board. No lifelines burnt. This one from 1998. Oh, I don't need more time, Robbie. I don't ever want to marry you. Jeez, you know that information might have. Been a little more useful to me yesterday. I am never gonna leave Ridgefield. Why do you need to leave Ridgefield? We grew up here. All our friends are here. It's the perfect place to raise a family. Oh, yeah. Living in your sister's basement with five kids while you're off every weekend doing wedding gigs at a whopping 60 bucks a pop? Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> do you know it? Uh... And uh, better take off his uh, T-shirt before they break up. That would have been Adam Sandler as Robbie in The Wedding Singer. He knows the characters' names on top of it. I mean, I'm I am so impressed by you. Yeah, this is fantastic. All right, I so... don't even want to help you because I feel like you're just going to know it all. So yeah. I'm bowing out <laughs> in your face, oh, no. Chris. You just lost your lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> you probably wouldn't need it anyhow. So you you can win it right here if you get this one correct. This one from 1985. Here we go. Hi. All right. Uh, I'd like a keg of beer, please. You don't say. Yeah, uh, how much is that? Give me ID, Sonny. You little bastard just won't give up, will you? Listen, no ID, no goddamn beer. Can't you get that through your thick skull? 
give me a keg of beer. And these. What? Yeah. Yuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, he's got it. Uh, that's been a while since I've seen Teen Wolf. There it is for the win. Teen Wolf, that was Michael J. Fox's voice that you were hearing right there. Really? Yep. Huh. Chris, you oh, nailed yeah, that, it. That's yep. a good one. You did, need to watch that, Audrey. Did not need Audrey's help one little bit. This is the David Mahoney Show. So I don't know if this is still a thing, so I need your guys' help because you remember back in the day when you'd be watching a movie or a TV show and somebody that wears glasses would get their glasses broken you would just tape them in the middle and you'd just continue yeah. about wearing them. It's like like every nerd in the 50s and 60s that, had their glasses taped. That was kind of the stereotypical nerd thing is that yeah. you had your glasses taped and it wasn't always the center. Sometimes it was keeping the arm on or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, this past weekend, my child, my seven-year-old, decided to jump on my face while I was laying on the couch watching a football game because, you know, kids huh. are maniacs it's like the that. the oldest who did this. You have a yeah. face, they want to jump. I get it. And yeah, I do have a punchable face. <laughs> and sure enough, broke my glasses. Not just any glasses. The my, good, the my good ones. actual Your glasses dailies. that I wear every single day. And so they break right down the middle. And I know that I can't wear them out in public anymore. I know that I can't wear them to work because I would be shunned by people like you. But <laughs> yeah, that would have been great show content. You should have done it for the show. I do have a second pair of glasses. If I didn't have any glasses to go to, you would have taped them. I may have. Well, but fixed. here's the thing: is that whenever you bought those glasses, you got three pairs. I remember it was the black pair, this tortoiseshell pair, and you have a clear pair. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the clear pair. I do have another. <laughs> How pair. do I remember? And you don't. <laughs> yeah, but those are those are weird. Like they set in my head weird because I don't think my ears are totally straight in my head, and so they're all like. Oh, I've got lopsided. that problem too. I got yeah, lopsided ears yeah, for sure. With the, Poor design. So, but <laughs> you do have extra pairs, but it's because you were such a man of routine, Dave, that uh, it's out of your routine to not have your black pair of glasses to match your black shirt uh-huh. that are a thing. And I have told you, whenever you wear these, they look good on you. No, I, I, and I appreciate you saying that. You, but it's not your dailies it's and it's out daily. of your routine. So what I'm asking, though, is if I taped my regular glasses absolutely not that i'm just so comfortable with no. could i at least just wear them around the house yeah, but why would Who's you want to you home? but why would you want to when you my have two <laughs> you have two pairs of glasses that are perfect i know but you're that but man not, of routine that you just can't they're not part. My, they're, they're not my regular glasses and i can't see without my glasses see those glasses <laughs> that's so bizarre to me I wonder if there are more people who have something that is so a part of their routine that that one thing, when it breaks or it gets Still busted, it. you just, it. you duct tape it together yep. and it just, you got to roll with it. Yeah. Why haven't you thought about LASIK? I have thought about LASIK. As a matter of fact, I have an appointment today. No kidding. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. To, see, to see if I'm a candidate. <laughs> because, because, oh, okay. because you broke your glasses? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just going to spend 10000 instead. going to get better? <laughs> yeah. Dumbass. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Stephen Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, if you got a boyfriend or a husband and you also have a Bob battery-operated boyfriend, who are you thinking about using your battery-operated boyfriend when you have 
a boyfriend or a husband that can take care of that. Message Because my boyfriend or husband, who is my husband, uses it. <laughs> because he's a grown man. Whoa. And isn't afraid of using things that help improve or just make it more fun. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there is nothing wrong with using things because as women, we know that just because you do doesn't mean we're going to, sure. right? Yeah. So, I mean, it just makes it a little bit spicier, and, and if I love it. If, if, if you are in a competition with a vibrator, <laughs> you'd have a conversation about it. every time, man. Yeah. I mean, it takes a little bit longer for us as women sometimes, and sometimes you just use it for the uh, the pregame, if you will. Mm-hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. I know you saved this Mahoney show, and I drive a dump truck. So I listen to you guys all the time, every day, and I think you're awesome, so keep it up. Hey, and anybody out there who's uh, driving on these roads, when you need to take the next exit, being in the far left lane and shooting all the way across the highway to take that next exit, and if you can't get over slamming on your brakes on the highway is a really dangerous thing, especially when you have a multi-ton vehicle right behind you. Thank you. You guys have an awesome day. Message deleted. First off, thank you for the kind words. Secondly, we get these calls all of the time from people that drive big trucks. And I'm sure you probably see it every day like I do, driving on the 202 or the 101. That's my path to and from work. People do that all of the time where they'll come flying out of wherever and they'll get into a lane and they'll jam their brakes because they've entered the lane too quickly or there's a slowdown coming up. But they do it right in front of a gigantic 18-wheeler or dump truck or whatever it is. You're like... Dude, you're going to get smushed. Yeah, I'll cut off anybody except for a big truck, you know? It's good thinking, Chris. Uh, well, and it, I guess people on motorcycles, too, yeah. <laughs> okay, and, 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 and people in minivans. Okay, yeah, all right, maybe. And the elderly. Oh, no, I love yeah. cutting people off in minivans. What are you going to do? What are you going to slowly slide that door open and start throwing stuff at me? No, you're not. Chris just, like, purposefully cuts off people who have the baby on board stickers. <laughs> Get out of my way. Because you can't road rage too hard when you got that dang infant in the car, can yeah. you? Please leave a yeah, you don't have to worry about termites unless you're sporting a woody. <laughs> Talk to you later, mate. What did you say, sir? He said you don't have to worry too much about the termites unless you're sporting a woody. Talk to you later, bye. Dang, Dave, that was impressive. I think that. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about termites unless you're sporting a woody. <laughs> Talk to you later, bye. That was much easier to decipher after you decoded it, Dave. Thank you. Talk to you later, bye. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Well, this week is a big apology week for ESPN, and understandably so, the sports world got shook. And not just the sports world, I would say, the broadcasting world as a whole got shook. If you're watching, and this is hard for me to even talk about, if you're watching the game in the national championship playoffs between Texas and Washington, the game happened in New Orleans, and they had a, a live shot of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Oh, and that that big old booby just flopped right on out, huh? Somebody showed a booby. And as we know, in America, nothing is more criminal than a nipple. Little female boob. Oh, my God. There's fat around a nipple. (laughs) Whoa. I can't believe it. You know, and what's so funny is, like, you guys didn't think that that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you put a live camera. That's like the thing of... 
Um, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. Yeah, it's like people stand on balconies with beads, and then people show them their boobs, and they throw them the beads. Like, yes. that's the whole thing. Also, I mean, you know, not to be critical of ESPN, because clearly they know how to do broadcasting far better than I do. Uh, if you're doing a shot of Bourbon Street, couldn't you just, like, pre-tape a shot if you're right. really that concerned about it? Right. And then put that pre-tape shot? Like, do you really need a live feed out there constantly? I'm production. I mean, just really <laughs> pre-tape the shot and make sure there's not a boob in it if you're that concerned yep. about a boob. Or do we think there's another wrinkle to this? They did pre-tape it and somebody didn't catch the nipple dun, until dun. everyone caught the nipple. Ah! Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, they're <laughs> apologizing. For those of you that don't know how it works, I mean, ESPN is not guided by the same regulations as an over-the-air network like CBS, Mm -hmm. right? So ESPN is on cable, and because it's cable, it's a premium service. And just like anything that's considered a premium service, if you're paying for it, you don't have FCC restrictions. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're not going to be showing boobs and dropping F-bombs on ESPN all the time, but that's solely because they choose not to because their high-end advertisers wouldn't like it. Right. They're not going to get in any sort of trouble because there's all this talk about, oh, my God, ESPN's going to get this massive fine. And I can't believe they allowed this to happen. This is going to cost them millions of dollars. None of that is true. No advertisers, I wouldn't suspect, are going to cancel because a rogue boob got flashed. Yeah. And they certainly aren't going to get in trouble by the government because they can't. Right. There's just not those regulations. In fact, do you remember the first time that South Park made a really big deal? Like, we're going to say, this may have been before your time, but... They're like, we're going to cuss yep. on cable and TV. And they did a ca- counter. They had a counter yep. of the times that they said the S word. And uh-huh. it was, I don't know, like 150 times or something like that. They but have definitely pushed the boundaries Everyone's of some of the like, words that they said. God, how are they getting away with this? And then you're like, they're on cable. You can do whatever you want on cable. Yep. So ESPN, even though there's a lot of dust up this week, they're going to beat you. That's a Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.